Welcome to Sealing God's People with your host, Dennis Beard. We're talking about the Great Tribulation and also the work of the ministry, how it all works together. None of God are all his works from the beginning. Now, we want you to download our app, Sealing God's People, for our daily podcast focusing on the present proceeding Word of God. As we're focusing on this coming of the Lord Jesus Christ that are gathered together unto him, the Harpazo, the rapture. And we'll start with 2 Thessalonians, the second chapter. Now, he's already written, Paul's written a, a letter to the church at Thessalonica and telling them that the Lord shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and the trump of God and the dead in Christ will rise first. We which are alive and arranged shall be caught up together to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort you one another with these words. Then it became necessary, essential to write a second letter to the church at Thessalonica, talking about the day of the Lord, and are gathered together unto him. And he was talking about in the first chapter, 2 Thessalonians 1, that your faith groweth exceedingly, and the charity of every one of you aboundeth one toward another. We're bound to thank God for you and all your persecution and tribulations that you endure, which is a manifest token of the righteous judgment of God, that you might be accounted worthy of the kingdom of God for which you also suffer. So he's talking the cross there, and he prefaces the coming of the Lord in the second chapter with why we suffer tribulation, persecution. It is a manifest token of the righteous judgment of God that if we suffer with him, we'll reign with him, that we might be accounted worthy of the kingdom of God, that millennial. Now, we see in 2 Thessalonians, the second chapter, and he goes on with his uh, uh, narrative there. Now, we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our gathering together unto him, meeting him in the air. That's the harpazo, the rapture, that you be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled, neither by spirit nor by word nor by letter as from us as that the day of Christ is at hand, the day of the Lord. Let no man deceive you by any means. Now here's a deception. For that day, shall not come except there come a falling away first. Now, that's a falling away from the faith. In 1 Timothy 4, verse 1, the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter days some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits, doctrines of devils, having their conscience seared by the hot iron, forbidding to marry, abstaining from meats which God has sanctified, by the word of God in prayer. Those that fall away from the faith, the Hebrews 6, there that crucify fresh again the Son of God cannot be renewed. Remember Lot's wife. There we have a uh, warning from Paul that these things will happen and don't be troubled by it and don't be deceived. For that day shall not come until that comes that falling away first. That man of sin be what? To be revealed, the son of perdition. Many people have gone into sensationalism saying, 
Well, we're going to reveal who the Antichrist is and get people all worked up. The truth is, the body of Christ will know who the Antichrist is. It will be revealed. And that son of perdition, who opposes and exalteth himself. He doesn't lift up Jesus. He exalts himself above all that is called God or that is worship so that he as God, and I notice that's a capital G-O-D, set it in the temple of God, capital G-O-D, showing himself that he is God. These are signs, miracles, and lying wonders that Jesus said in Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 21, that false Christ would arise and deceive many in the name of Jesus with signs and miracles there in the last days that if it were possible, they would deceive the very elect. Well, still the coming of the Lord is not yet. Now we keep going. And Paul said, remember you not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things, the things of faith. And now you know what withholdeth, holds back, that he might be revealed in his time, a time of evil. For the mystery of iniquity, lawlessness, not obeying the leading of the Holy Ghost, doth already work. Just as John stated there, that there were many false prophets that's entered into the world. Antichrist. And he said, hereby try you the spirits to see whether they are of God. Any spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. That is a present uh, tense uh, word, verb there, is come, that it has and still in operation. That is come, Jesus Christ, the Spirit of God, is still coming, not has come, but still is coming in the flesh. There, the mystery of iniquity doth already work. It's a present imperfect tense. Only he who now letteth will let, and now until he be taken out of the way. Just as John said, any spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh, present imperfect tense, hasn't been perfected yet, still in operation, is of God. That is, Jesus Christ, the Spirit of God, the Father of glory, is still coming in the flesh. Christ in you, the hope of glory. But any spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God and is that spirit of Antichrist, which John stated, is already in the world. Well, he said, now that mystery of iniquity, which is already working, lawlessness, not obeying the leading of the Holy Ghost, only he who now letteth all will restrain, will restrain or let until he be taken out of the way. Now, the he who now letteth or restrains is not the church body being raptured out of this world, being the Holy Ghost. That is totally in error. He is the law itself, the civil law, the civil authority of the governments against tyranny and violence. Because Jesus has stated that in Matthew 28, 19, go you into all the world, teaching them to absorb all things whatsoever. I have commanded you, baptizing them in the name, singular, of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, 
which is Jesus Christ. And lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the world, not seven years before. The Spirit of God is with us even to the end of the age, the year. Well, what is the truth? Take a look at Revelation 17. What is withholding? We're going to see that the mystery of Babylon, the great, the mother of harlots, the abomination of the earth, rides upon a scarlet-colored beast. The beast is not that man of sin, the son of perdition, is not yet revealed and takes the power of, of the whole world. And then who's ever make war against him? Arms stand on his part. He forecasts his devices and prospers. And he causes there to spread the prey, the spoil among uh, uh, the people. And by peace, he shall destroy many. He'll cleave to those uh, that hate that holy covenant, Jesus. He'll cleave to them with flatteries. Well, what's holding them back? Well, let's take a look. The collapse of the church's influence in politics. This is what's happening today. Revelation 17, 1. Just consider. And there came one of the seven angels, which had the seven vials, and talked with me, saying unto me, Come hither, and I will show thee the judgment of the great whore, the false church, that setteth upon many waters. That's multitude, kindreds, nations, and tongues, the sea with whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication. The body of Christ will be hated of all nations. And the inhabitants of the earth have been made drunk with the wine of her fornication, not of the wine of the Holy Ghost, but a false wine. So he carried me away in the spirit into, here we go, in the wilderness. Now we find that in the last days, the church of the living God will be given two wings of a great eagle where we fly into the wilderness where we have a place prepared of God, where we're nourished from the face of the serpent for a time, time, dividing of a time, three and a half years, 42 months, 1,203 score days. That is Matthew 24. Pray that your flight be not in the winter, neither on the Sabbath days, for then shall be a time of great tribulation since there never was a nation, no, nor ever shall be again. And except those days should be shortened, there should no flesh be saved but for the elect's sake, the church, the election by grace. For the elect's sake, those days are shortened. So he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness, and I saw a woman, a false church. Notice, it sets upon what? A scarlet-colored beast full of the names of blasphemy, what lifting up themselves and not the Lord Jesus Christ, having seven heads and ten horns. The woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet color and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls, having a golden cup in her hand, full of the abominations and filthiness of a fornication. Notice, in the word of God, there's blue, purple, scarlet, gold, fine twine linen. Here, there is no blue that the woman cannot wear the blue. The blue is the heavenly, which is the Spirit of God itself, the Father of glory, the Word, the Holy Ghost. She can't wear that. She'll wear the purple, King of kings and Lord of lords. The scarlet, she'll preach the blood of Jesus 
but she will never claim and profess that Jesus Christ is the Lord Jehovah God Almighty that is still coming in the flesh, the Father of glory. Jesus warned of these times. In John 16, in verse 1, Jesus said, There I have forewarned you that you should not be offended. For the time comes they will cast you out of the synagogue, casting your name out for evil. Yea, the time cometh that whosoever kills you will think that he did God a service. Now that's calling good evil and evil good. Why? Why, why, why do it? What's the reason? This they will do unto you because they have not known the Father nor me, that Jesus is the Father revealed in flesh. The Son of God is the Father revealed, one in the self, same Spirit. John 10, 30, I and my Father are one. John 8, 24, except you believe that I am he, the Father, you shall die in your sins. This they understood not, he spake to them of the Father. First, uh, Timothy 6, 15 and 16 states very simply, he will send Jesus Christ, the blessed and only potentate. That's the omnipotent, almighty God, the spirit of God, who only hath immortality, dwelling in the light, which no man can approach unto, nor see, nor can see. Who is this Jesus Christ? Well, he is the father of glory. Take Somebody said, well, I didn't know that. I thought the Father was separate from the Son. Well, it's a different office of the one Spirit, same Spirit, just a different function. For example, I'm a father, I have a son and a daughter. I'm a husband, I have a wife. I'm a preacher, that's my vocation. But I'm still one person. God is the Father of glory, the eternal self-existent Spirit of God. The Word is that same Spirit, but when it's expression, revealing the thought, plan, purpose, and will of God, it's called the Word, same Spirit. The Holy Ghost is the power office of that same Spirit, and you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost comes upon you. Same Spirit. The Father is, the Word is the Holy Ghost. And that is revealed, the Son of God is that Father revealed in flesh. You see me, you've seen the Father, Jesus said. Philip said, show us the Father, Jesus. He said, have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that has seen me has seen the Father. And how sayest thou then, show us the Father? Believe me that I am in my Father, my Father in me. Or else believe me for the work's sake. The words that I speak, I speak not of myself. But... The Father that dwelleth in me houses permanently in me. He's the one doing the works. What works? Well, he healed the sick, cleansed the leper, raised the dead, cast out devils, opened blind eyes, loose the dumb tongue, the lame walking captain went free. And Jesus stated, Blessed is he whomsoever is not offended in me, not in us. There's only one spirit there. Many different functions, many different offices, but only one spirit. That's the doctrine of Christ. Well, she cannot wear that blue. She doesn't believe that. She separates the Father from the Son. Well, who is this Son? Well, in his humiliation, he was a man. He died on the cross. But then he was glorified. In his glorification, who is he? Well, he was glorified back to the Father with the Father's own self, John 17, 5. Take a look at Acts 2, 36. Let all the house of Israel know assuredly that same Jesus whom you crucified. 
the man. God hath made him, made him what? Son of God? No, hath made him both Lord, Lord Jehovah God Almighty, and Christ, the Holy Ghost. Somebody said, well, Christ, that's not the Spirit. That's not God. That's not the Father. Yes, it is. It says there is in Ephesians 4, there's one body, one Spirit in whom you're called and one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, who is above all, Father of us all, and in us all. Who's in you? The Father of glory. Jesus stated the same. He said, there's going to be a time. They're going to live you up to kings and magistrates. Take you no thought what you shall say or speak. Why? For it will be given you in the same hour what to speak. For it's not you that speaketh, but your Father that is within you. There you have it. Christ is the Father of glory. So, whosoever is born of God, believe that Jesus is the Christ. That's 1 John 5, 1. Whosoever is born of God, whosoever believe that Jesus is the Christ, is born of God. That is essential to be born again. In 1 John 2, 22, who is a liar but he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ. He is that spirit. He is Antichrist that has denied the Father. Why? Because Christ is the Father. And the Son. Why? Because Christ is the Son, which is the Father revealed. One and the same Spirit. Not a different Spirit, and certainly not a Trinity. This is what God is revealing now in the revelation of Jesus Christ, that He's the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, which is, was, and is to come. Who is He? The Almighty. He is the Father of glory. Well, she can't wear the blue. She can wear the purple. She'll call him king of kings and lord of lords. She can wear the scarlet, preaches the blood of Jesus. She can wear the gold. That's the glory of God. Precious stones and pearl. But it's a golden cup. Why is it a golden cup? Full of abominations? Because it will not give Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the glory of the Father. That is the filthiness of her fornication. And upon her forehead, what? The forehead is what her mind is, was a name written, Mystery Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth. Now, what's holding this Antichrist back? Well, we see this scarlet-colored beast there, which has these names of blasphemy, and this woman riding upon this scarlet-colored beast. So, when is this son of perdition going to be revealed? Well, we see that in Revelation 17, 11, the beast that was and is not, and he's the eighth, he's of the seven, he goeth into perdition. But when? Let's take a look. Revelation 17, 6, and I saw the woman drunken with the blood of the saints. That's not national Israel. That's a church of the living God, called to be saints, sanctified, holy, both spirit, soul, and body. And with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus, believing in Jesus, witnesses of Jesus. And when I saw her, I wondered with great admiration. The angel said unto me, Wherefore dost thou marvel? I will tell you the mystery of the woman and of the beast that carrieth her, which hath the seven heads and ten horns. The beast that thou sawest was and is not, and shall ascend where? Out of the bottomless pit. And he will go into perdition. And they that dwell on the earth shall wonder who, whose names are were not written in the book of life from the foundation of the world. When they behold the beast that was and is not and yet is. Now watch it. Jesus is 
He is was, Jesus is, and is to come. He is that one. This beast was and is not, and yes, is, and this not was and is, he's is and is not. That is uh, that he is not God. He claims to be God. He opposes all that is worship that he is God, setteth in the temple. God showing himself that he is God and lift up himself and presents himself as God. Here's the mind which hath wisdom. The seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman setteth. There are seven kings, five are fallen. Well, Assyria, Egypt, and then we have Babylonia, Babylon, Media, Persia, Greece, and Rome. One is, that is Rome, and the other is not yet come, which will be the revived Roman Empire. And when he cometh, he must continue a short space. And the beast that was, and is not, even he is the eighth, and he's of the seven, and goeth into perdition. That is ten horns. As one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and we have ten. Let me say it's three, six, seven, and three's going to fall. That will leave uh, seven, and he's the uh, he's the eighth. He will be that eighth kingdom to revive. He's of the seven, which is Rome, and he's the eighth and of the seven. When he goeth, he goeth into perdition. This is what's happening in the world right now. Keep on with Revelation 17. And the ten horns which I saw are ten kings. Everyone knows that. And have received no kingdom as yet, but received power as kings one hour with the who? Not with the woman, with the beast. That one world government, that lion, bear, and leopard in Revelation 13, which is a one world government that dominates the world. These have one mind and shall give their power and strength to who? The woman? No, the beast. Watch it. What's holding back? Well, this woman is holding back this beast. She's riding on it. These shall make war with the lamb, and the lamb shall overcome them, because he's Lord of lords and king of kings. And they that are with him, that's the church, are the called, chosen, and faithful. He saith unto me, The waters which thou sawest where the whore setteth are peoples, multitudes, nations, and tongues. Obviously. Watch it. And the ten horns which thou sawest upon the beast, these shall hate the whore and shall make her desolate and naked. What? What's happening? And shall eat her flesh. It will overthrow that church in the last days. That's what's withholding. Then that beast, that antichrist, son of Richard, man of sin, will be revealed, and it will burn that church with fire. Why? For God hath put it in their hearts to fulfill his will and to agree and give their kingdom, not to the Mr. Babylon the Great, the mother of harvest, but to the beast and to the words of God shall be fulfilled. The woman which thou sawest is that great city which reigneth over the kings of the earth in the cup of her fornication. We go back to 2 Thessalonians 2. Now we know what withholds till he be taken out of the way, which is the church civil authority. There the beast overthrows that woman in that son of perdition then, and those kings have put it in that God has put it in their heart to fulfill his will. And then shall, when that happens, the wicked will be revealed. Remember it said that only he now let it will let until he be taken out of the way. That is uh, Revelation 17, 
that mystery Babylon the Great, the mother of hearts, that false church, a cup that full of uh, fornication and abominations. And she wears the scarlet. She preaches Jesus' blood. She wears the purple. Say he's king of kings and lord of lords. But she'll never wear the blue. She'll never call him the father of glory, the spirit of God. Well, then that Antichrist is revealed. And then shall that wicked be revealed. After that, which is withholding, taken out of the way. Whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. There's the coming of the Lord's second advent. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with what? Satan will have all power, signs, and lying wonders. This is God sending strong delusion. This is the great deception in the last days and let no man deceive you by any means. For they will come against Christ. And we see that in Colossians 2, verse 1 through 9. Let no man deceive you by any means, because there will be vain philosophy, rudiments of, of men, not after Christ, but after the world. Vain philosophy. They will seem what right to a man, that the Father has to be separate from the Son. When the Son is the Father revealed, one and the same. Jesus said, you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And that's where it only can be led by the Holy Ghost in truth. And because of this, power, signs, and lying wonders, God allows it with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that what? That perish. Why? Because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. What is that? That Jesus is the Lord God Almighty, the Father of glory. He's been made the Lord. And Christ, that is the Holy Ghost. Jesus stated over there, while I'm with you, he talked to his disciples while, while he was in the world. He said, I will pray the Father, send you another comforter, another one, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But you know him, for he dwells with you and shall be in you. Shall be in you? Then he gives us the profound revelation. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. He is that Holy Ghost. He is that Spirit. He is the Father of glory. He's been glorified to be what? The Spirit of God. 1 Corinthians 15, 45 states that. The first Adam was made a living, living, uh, a living soul. That last Adam, Jesus Christ, the man, was made a quickening spirit. There you have it. The Spirit of the living God. The one and only Holy One of Israel. When you see that, that Jesus has been made both Lord and Christ, Acts 2, 36. There is not another. Galatians 4, 6. God has sent forth what? The Holy Ghost. Yes. Christ in you. Yes. The Father of glory. The promise of the Father. Yes. Who is that? God has sent forth the Spirit of His Son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Galatians 4, 6. He is the Father of glory. One and the self-same Spirit. And because they received not the love of the truth that they might be saved, for this cause God Himself shall send them strong delusion, which is all power, signs, and lying wonders, that if it were possible, would deceive the very elect. And that they should believe a lie. Uh-oh, that they all might be what? Oh, this is very, very stout. That they all might be, let me move back, that they all might be damned. Notice that, neighbor. We're talking about damnation. Where the worm dies not, the fire is not quenched. We're not talking about a thousand years. We're not talking about 100,000 years. We're talking about for every eternal world without end. 
that they all might be damned, who believed not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Righteousness has to be obeyed, which is the doing the will of God. Iniquity is not doing the will of God. So we work out our own salvation with fear and trembling, knowing that it's God that worketh in us both the will and the do of his good pleasure. If we do not find the will of God and do it, then in Matthew 7, verse 22, 23, and 24, Jesus said, Not all that say to me, Lord, Lord, will be able to enter the kingdom of heaven, only those that do the will of God. Notice that many will say in that day, Lord, We've done many wonderful works in your name. And in your name, we've cast out devils. And in your name, we have prophesied. Jesus didn't say, no, you didn't. But that he professes, I never knew you. Depart from me, you that work iniquity. They were born again. Somebody said, no, they weren't born again. Yes, they were. No man can call Jesus Lord except by the Holy Ghost. That's in 1 Corinthians 12. You have to call Jesus Lord. No man calls Jesus Lord except by the Holy Ghost. And Jesus said, not all that say to me, Lord, Lord, will be able to enter in. Why? Because only he that does the will of God. We must do the will of God. We have to prove what is that perfect will and do it. Paul said the same thing in Romans 12.1. I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Be not conformed to this world. You can't have the world in Jesus too. But you be you transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's the mind of Christ, that having the servants sealed in their foreheads in Revelation 7, which he's doing now to those that have an ear to hear. That is what is happening with the four angels holding back the four winds going through the earth right now until the servants of God are sealed in their foreheads with the mind of Christ. Well, here we are in this present day. We find in Revelation 13 that we're going to find that lion and bear and leopard and all that we find in that night visions in Daniel 7 are right here in Revelation 13. All the power of Babylon, Babylon, media, Persia, Greece, Rome, are all combined in this one world government such as never was, such as was a nation. And I said, Revelation 13, 1, I stood upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast rise out of the sea. He has seven heads, ten horns, and upon his horns, ten crowns upon his head, the name of blasphemy. And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard. His feet was like the feet of a bear. There we find in Daniel 7, we have a lion, and a speaking mouth of a lion. He is likened to a leopard and feet of a bear. It's those kingdoms all together in that full power. The dragon gave him his power, his seat, and great authority. Where's Satan's seat? Pergamos, Revelation 2. I saw there the seat, where Satan's seat is, where Satan dwelleth in Pergamos. That is in the church. There, we must understand that there are only few will be saved. And I saw one of his heads that wounded to death. His deadly wound was healed, and all the world, not the saints of God, wondered after the beast, not the woman, after the beast. And they worshiped the dragon, which gave power to the beast. And they worshiped the beast saying, who is likened to the beast who is able to make war with him? There was given him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies and power was given him to continue 40 and two months. Well, God gives power when evil comes in like a flood, 42 months. At 42 months is time, times the biting of a time, which is three and a half years. 
which is 1,203 score days, which is the same time that God lifts up a standard against them, which is the Christ generation that shall be counted for the seed in Revelation 10, Revelation 11, and Revelation 12. Now, in our next podcast, we will get into that exactly what is that God is going to raise up in the work of the ministry that when evil comes in like a flood, like it's coming to right now in this present day, that God's doing a great work and will lift up a standard against Satan, the old dragon, the serpent, the scorpion, and there will be a great war. It will end in Armageddon. The good news is the body of Christ will win. We've read the book and we overcome their and they're saving our souls even to the end. Amen. Well, tune into the podcast as we get into the Word of God. What God is doing right now with the four angels going through the earth right now, walking to and fro, they're holding back the four winds of Revelation 7, Daniel 7, that are about to blow upon the earth. The only thing right now, God says, don't do it until we have sealed our servants. God's own servant, the body of Christ, in their foreheads. That's the word of God in the mind of Christ, friend. God's doing it now. Now, those of you that are with us, uh, we want to thank you for your donations. Uh, it's greatly needed. We have no church backing because of the nominal church ones. There's one body, one Lord, one Christ, one baptism. Then what is that one faith, one Lord, and that one God who's above all, the Father of us all and in us all, Jesus Christ. Looking for that glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Titus 2.13. You that know this truth, stand with us in your prayers and in your financial donations. We have ministers now crying out over the world for Jesus-only training centers. They want to go deeper. We're depending on you. Now, email me, sealinggodspeople at dennisbeard.org. Again, email me at sealinggodspeople at dennisbeard.org. It will be on your screen. You can also reach me on our website, dennisbeard.org, sailinggodspeople.org, sailinggodspeople.com. Now we're praying for each and every one in the body of Christ, that God will perfect that which is lacking in each one of us, that we all may be presented blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ in both spirit, soul, and body. Look forward to working with you in the ministry as this great call of God in the work of the ministry goes forth. This is Brother Dennis Beard saying until the next time, behold the real Jesus.